Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're now on Red Circle as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Also on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like and subscribe. I can just tell you from the Bahamas, we've been posting about 20 videos a day. Lots of content, interviews with the players, and more. So make sure you hit the like and subscribe buttons. If you're a Dolphins fan or a Hurricanes fan, you're going to want to do that as well. Also, 5reasonsports.com. Spell that one out. You get the latest content without a paywall in written form. And also, check out our great sponsors. We've got a gambling sponsor. It's called Better Edge. Go to Better Edge. That's with an O, betteredge.com, backslash five reasons, or just go to betteredge.com. Use the code 5RSN. That's the number 5RSN. You get $20 to play. This is peer-to-peer betting. This is legal in the state of Florida, and you can find the line you want. So it's betteredge.com with the code 5RSN. And also Prize Picks. That, of course, is our fantasy sponsor. Use the code 5, F-I-V-E. You get your initial deposit matched up to $100 just voted the number one fastest growing sports property in the country and we have videos all the time on the youtube channel explaining how to play so go to prize picks use the code 5 f-i-v-e certainly before the dolphins game on thursday night against cincinnati or betteredge.com use the code 5 rsn and now today's episode an interview with caleb martin from media day down to biscay yeah. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Bucket said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. We're here at Heat Media Day. I got Guy Cartagena, Brady Hawk, Alex Toledo is producing, and we've got Caleb Martin. And I just got to ask you something before we move on with anything else. Last year, we had you on the podcast. And the nickname that you preferred was Red Bull, correct? <laughs> Has it taken off? I don't see T-shirts in the no, stores or anything like that. I'm not a super. I'm not an advertising type dude. I, I like to. Um, I like to keep low key. So you know, I just did it because uh, I'm cool with the nickname, though. I know Deadman. Um, uh, a lot of other dudes like comment, so I don't. You know, but I'm not gonna advertise it. I'm gonna let. Everybody else do that. All right, so we'll do it. We'll do it here ourselves. Um, you came in here last year as a as a two way guy, and I remember uh, Brady and I were at the first scrimmage, and like our major observation that we came across, <laughs> we came up with that day was, Caleb Martin's probably going to find his way into the rotation here somewhere because he just fits with what this group does. And now we're a year later, and you've got a three year guaranteed contract. Does it feel different to you? I know obviously the work ethic is going to be the same or more, but just in terms of having security, like just go through for somebody who doesn't understand it, like what you had to deal with before, not knowing we we're going to be year to year, and now knowing that again you're going to be financially taken care of, but also you get a place that you probably could be here for the next three years. Sorry. I think I think it's just an opportunity for me to to be able to decompress. Uh, and it's such a weird feeling because I was talking to my brother a couple weeks ago and I asked him if he felt any different. And he was saying the same thing I did. I was like, man, I don't feel I don't feel different because I do the same things. I buy the same stuff. I 
I go the same place. I don't really don't do anything much extra, but like you said, I just think I, it's a it's a feeling of get to decompress because I felt like I was super anxious and, and stressed probably for the last three years. And so just a sense of like relief and I really feel like confident wise confidence wise is taking my game to a, to another level to be able to come in here and completely be myself without feeling like I'm making the wrong move. I have to make every right step. I have to make every shot I shoot. I have to do whatever. So just be able to play more relaxed has been big, especially in summer. Have you bought down here yet? Do you feel comfortable doing that? I did. Yeah, I got me a uh, yeah, I got me a little spot out here. So <laughs> I don't take too much on it. But yeah, I did. <laughs> Over to the basketball side of things, it seems like the the whole topic this offseason is about the finding the four, like the hole at the four. PJ Tucker obviously heading out. Number one, what are some of the things that you learned from him that you feel like you could apply? Let's say if you're you're plugged into that role, and just how confident are you in that? Because I I, I click on your your profile and it says Miami Heat guard. Uh, a lot of the time. So, so how was how was that just plugging into into the four there being labeled that? Well, uh, a player like me, I'm you know I, I'm versatile, so I don't view it as guard, power four, point. You know what I mean? If you can, to me, if you're versatile, you can play whatever. You're not gonna label somebody who can play whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, it's like Luca. He can he can go play the the three or the four if he wants to, but you're not gonna call him a small forward. A lot of people gonna call him a point guard. You know what I mean? It's just it's just. To me, they're they're just labels. And last year, I, I spent a lot of time guarding bigger guys all year last year. And the way we defend and the way our team defense is, I'm not really worried about that type of stuff. I'm gonna just continue to play hard. And if I have a mismatch and somebody's bigger than me, I'm gonna just not let him catch the ball. And if he does catch the ball, then we are gonna figure figure the rest out of the team, just like we always do. So I think there has been a, like a lot of stress on this four for this and for that. But there's been plenty of situations last year where I was playing the four. So. And, and even across the league, I mean, we, we see this now with sort of this positionless thing, which in a lot of ways, Eric Spolster kind of started during the big three era. You hear Jimmy say today, he says, I don't want to play the four, but if they make me play the four, I'll play the four. Max says, if he doesn't want to play the four, I'll play the four. Um, but, but it does feel like you guys have 10 to 11 rotation players at this point, and you could play big, you could play small. Um, where do you see your your spots on the floor this season? Do you think they'll be different with the mix that you guys have? Or again, you had talked a lot about kind of mimicking some things that PJ was doing anyway. I think for the most part, they'll look the exact same as last year. I think in addition, I think there will be times where I play more like PJ a little bit where, you know, I'll screen and roll or I'll do more handoffs and kind of emulate the same, same type of stuff that he did. Um, that he does, but for the most part, if he's not screening or rolling, he's in that in that dunker spot towards the bottom of the, of the basket where I was where I spent a lot of time last year, and or in the corner, which I spent a lot of time last year. So um, there's only but so many spots I'll probably be at on the floor, anyways, unless I have the ball going to transition. And I think that's an advantage that I have uh, with being a uh, a wing or playing for whatever it is. Um, there will be just as much as people think there's disadvantage. There'll be a lot of advantages at the same time. I think one of the things that people worry about is who's playing next to Jimmy and Bam. Can that player shoot and not only shoot? Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Efficiently, which you did very well last year, but also shoot on volume. 
So do you feel comfortable maybe shifting your game from being someone who is a slasher, is a cutter, who takes the occasional three, as opposed to flipping that and being someone who spaces the floor routinely and opens up the floor for Jimmy and a band? Man, that's, man, that's right up my alley. At the end of the day, if anybody's seen me play in college, that's all I did, you know what I mean? So to me, I don't, I, I'm not gonna, I wouldn't shy away from people pushing me to shoot the ball and pushing me to stretch the floor and stuff like that. That's, you know what I mean? That's that's what I live to hear. Like you tell me, somebody tells me, hey bro, we need you to shoot the ball. That's all you gotta say one time. I'm listening, you know what I mean? Then I'm, and I'm gonna adjust to that. You know, I'm more of a player, especially in this league, especially with those guys, I'm here to, I'm here to accommodate them. So if they need me to do that, I would love to do that. If they need me to focus more on defense, more like the role last year, then I'm going to do that. That's part of being uh, versatile and, and to be able to, to adjust on the fly. Take me through the contractual process a little bit. Did you know from the very beginning, kind of A, that they were interested in retaining you, but also what the ballpark might be and that you would be comfortable with that? Because I know in just talking to Heat officials, they looked at the list. They looked at the free agent list, who was going to be available. And they kept looking at the list and looking at the list, and they're like, we like the guy we have better. Than, than the free agents that were out there. So let's just commit to him and bring him back. But how long did it take and what was the process there? Yeah, uh, they let me know, especially before free agency started, they let me know how serious they were about keeping me. Obviously, you know, uh, they needed to take a look at all options. You got to keep an open mind, and which I respect. And, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a little bit longer process than obviously I wanted, but at the same time, I you know, I, I also wanted to see what free agency was about and, and, and weigh my options as well. And obviously, I know that I was restricted, but you know, I have first deals. But to just be able to go through that process, I think is important to see what's out there. But ultimately, I, did, I never wanted to leave. And uh, I, I don't think they ever wanted me to leave. So I think there was a mutual understanding that at some point something was going to get done. And, you know, unless something better just came available where you couldn't pass it up. Can you share a little bit like who you did the research on? Like were there teams out there that, cause obviously this is teams a good fit for you. And again, we sort of, everybody sort of identified that early, but did you look at other teams and say, okay, this is a place where I think I can fit. And, and maybe if there's an offer there that that might be a place that I might be willing to go. I didn't willingly go out and do my research with stuff like that and, and look to where I wanted to be at because I wanted to be here. And I was going to go based off uh, how they reacted. You know what I mean? So um, if they told me to go go do this and go look at somewhere else, and that's what I would have done, but that was never the conversation. And, uh, you know, I plan to always coming back until something came up to where there wasn't a plan anymore. So. And I was going to ask about your offseason. I think you said over there you, you gained about eight pounds of muscle this offseason. Was that just your more of your focus, more of your, your physical attributes, or what was kind of the, the offseason looking to improve yeah, on? Yeah, definitely, definitely my body, but also keeping a uh, comfortable weight was still keeping that first step and keeping that advantage what we were talking about uh, when it does come to playing bigger guys and having that first step advantage on guys and having that quick bounce to get off the floor before they do. So getting a comfortable way to where I feel strong, but also still having my burst uh, that, you know, really benefited, benefited me last year. So when you look back at last year, is it, is it, and there were a lot of moments, but is it the Milwaukee game for you that jumps out the most still? Yeah. Uh, Milwaukee game definitely uh, one of my favorite games. Uh, I think them. I think Brooklyn at Brooklyn was big, especially because I was still playing hurt. Uh, I think I did something the game before, but um, and nobody was playing that game. Well, most of the guys wasn't playing that game. But uh, there's a lot of different moments in, in, in games throughout last year that that stood out to me. But probably yeah, 
Milwaukee is definitely my favorite. All right, now that we're past it, the statute of limitations is over at this point. How bad was the Achilles that you were dealing with last year? It was uh it was just be times where it would you know it would flare up. It was never a thing where a structural thing where something was off and I, I was thinking I was having to get surgery. It was just I think it was more probably inflammation and wear and tear, you know. Uh but it was nothing it, but it was you know if I'm sitting out of game, just know if I'm sitting out of game, it is it's hurting. So you talked a little bit after the next interviews after the season about the, just the differences in the playoff atmosphere, just the different ways they play, the slow, it slows down. Obviously, you're a very athletic and fast player. Number one, I was going to ask you, I'll just ask this first, playing next to Bam in those certain lineups you played last season, you played with a lot of the, the kind of the faster guards that were allowed to kind of go out and run, and that's kind of fits your play style. Feels like now losing PJ, you're going to be going to that a lot more. Just how comfortable are you with that, just kind of, Forgetting the four stuff, just being out there next to Bam, being able to run like that in a fast break. Yeah, man. When you when you were whenever you're out there with guys like Bam who can get their own rebound and push the ball and can look up the floor at the same time and make plays and all all he needs is guys like me to run the wing. So that's the, that's that's what I mean by the whole four situation where just as many, you know, uh just as many disadvantages that we feel like we have, there's gonna be times like you just said where we're gonna be in situations probably more often than not where Bam is grabbing the rebound, and Jimmy is grabbing the rebound, and those guys are pushing it, or me, and I'm pushing it, I'm pushing it right at a four. You know what I mean? So there's not a lot of fours that can get back in transition, turn around and guard somebody. You know, a lot of, you know, PJ didn't necessarily do that too many times to guys that were guarding him. So I think that it would bring a different dynamic to our offense. So they'll have to respect it, and they'll have to figure out just as much as we are. Final one here with, uh, with Caleb Martin. When you look at this team, and again, we talk about 10, 11 rotation players, different play styles that you guys can go. It seems like Eric Spolstra can kind of get into that sort of mad scientist mode yeah. a little bit this year. Give me the one thing that he did last year that you're like, wait a second. Like, is he really going to try that here? I think when he started me, uh, when I first started, <laughs> and I was, uh, you know, also when we got to the playoffs too, um, whenever he switched the lineup with Duncan and Max. And it just kind of put a lot of things in perspective with me where I was like, all right, he's going to play. Who's going to play who he thinks is going to help us win? It's not about how much money you make. It's not about who's his favorite guy, who he goes watch football games on Sunday. It's not about that. It's about, you know, who's going to help me win, who's going to put it, who's going to mesh well with this, and who's going to accommodate the, the main guys on the team. So, um, I, you know, I loved it. Like, I, whenever he started me, it wasn't about me starting. It was more that he was – he, he wanted to see what I could do. So I, I, I appreciate that and I respected it. Well, Kayla Martin, thanks for joining us. Congratulations on the contract and the three years of stability. We'll work on the uh, the merchandise for you if, if you need any help with that. Thanks, Kayla. Thank you all, man. Appreciate y'all. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network.